Hi everyone, it's Roger and James here from the What's On at Disney Plus podcast. In this week's episode, we're going to be sharing our top 10 series of the year that's been available on Disney Plus. We're also going to be throwing in some of our things that we didn't like as well. Um, so before we go into any of that, make sure you do subscribe um, here on YouTube. You can also find us on all the different social medias. Go check us out over at whatsondisneyplus.com, bookmark favorite. Hope you all had a fantastic Christmas and hopefully you'll, you'll have a nice new year. Um, so just a oh, quick note, we are recording this one literally just before christmas um and so i don't think, i don't think there's actually any more series out so that's that's that there's nothing else out this in the next week so we're, we're good from the point of view of recording there there's nothing else out but there are a couple of series that are still in progress that are eligible for this list um, yes which i have uh, i've seen those episodes so therefore i, um, I that's, have, that's, no i have not so it's it's entirely possible that by the end of the year our my opinion may change on yeah. some. I'm not expecting that to be the case. Um, no. Yeah. So no, it's going to be going to be interesting. So we're going to go through this list, and um, then in no particular order. There's no um, ranking system. Um, if we've got them on the same list, then we're just going to talk about them. Um, also, to note, a lot of well, a lot of mine are going to be star originals, which are probably on Hulu in the United States, but here in the UK, they're Disney Plus shows. Um, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of them. <laughs> I, 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 Star has just been churning out some amazing series here in the UK. Disney Plus has just had they have had one good show after another every feels like every month, like one or two shows. And several of the these are going to be from Hulu on our site yeah. too. So my list is not exclusively Disney Plus. I, I did cheat to use stuff that <laughs> is on Star or uh, Hulu over here. Yes, there's just, there's just so much stuff. Um, it, I, I probably could have done a top 20 list. There was that many. Uh, this, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, last week, we I personally had a bit of a hard time filling out the movie list. This was a much easier list. And in fact, I had to go in the other direction where I, I built out a list and then had to start trimming from it uh, yeah. as opposed to here's yeah. the list. Oh, that's not nearly enough. Let me start adding things. Yeah, I, I put it. my list together and then it was like, oof. Um, take that out. I haven't got room for that. I haven't got that. I did a lot that more than that. And yeah, that's that, that's good. That's good when you reach the end of the year and you got that much stuff to talk about. Um, so I'm going to start off with let's start off with some Marvel Moon Knight. Um, I love this series. This was like my favorite of the Marvel series. Um, I thought this was, um, yes, yeah, the only one of, of Marvel on the list. Um, I love this one, just something about it. I don't know if the fact of it being set in Britain. Oh, Oscar Isaac was fantastic in it. I love the whole Egyptian aspect to it. I could have done with not having... The, I thought the, the finish could have done with an extra episode or two to flesh it out a little bit more. I love the craziness of the fact of... I just remember... Because it's one of those weird situations of watching a few episodes and then they stop. And I had to wait like six weeks for the new episode. And I, was, and I just didn't know where it was going. And it just left me thinking and... Yeah... It was an amazing, amazing show. I love this one. This was one of my favorite. Like when I had to think of this list, this was just like, you know, instant. Like, oh yeah, that's on it. Didn't even have to think twice about it. Yeah. So this was on my list. It's one of the ones that got trimmed, but it was one of the last ones that got trimmed off. And what ultimately caused me to do that was, I wish they had leaned a little bit more into the the um mystery of the unreality what is real what is not real especially if you're coming from the comics like i am i know you you have not read moon Knight yeah. comics but his books are almost always trippy there's almost always an element of what is real what is not can we trust what we see on the page what we can uh, or do we have to kind of read between the lines i wish they had leaned into that a bit more but i also recognize that might have been a bit tough because they're trying to sell this character to a lot of people who've never heard of him before um but yeah, that in a different year, this would easily be in the top ten. This is definitely in the top fifteen. Uh, Oscar did a great job, the acting, acting uh, all around, and uh, Ethan Hawke. I wish they had kind of leaned a little bit more into his character. And again, I uh, said this last week. I'll say it again. For most Marvel films, stop killing your villains, please. Yes. Yes, no. This one, I I love this one. This was this was such a great series from the music, everything about it. It was just just an amazing thing. I mean, um, I was lucky enough. I got um invited up to a special premiere at the London Museum, um, and got to see like Oscar and stuff. And watching it, honestly, watching it on a big screen, it felt it did feel like a movie. And ironically, I was watching it a second time then, and it was just like, I mean, I've seen that first episode four times. So it's just like, I just, I, I just loved it. I, I, I thought this was such a great series. 
yeah, um, uh, yeah. this is this was definitely one of the the MCU highlights of the year. Um, so what else is on your list? Um, I'm going to go in a completely different direction. We're going to go with the Mysterious Benedict Society. Uh, season two may not have been up to the standards of season one, but I did enjoy this series overall. Uh, they spent a little too too long on the boat, a little too long on uh, the Zeppelin, although you got to interview the the designer for those. Yeah. So uh, at, least, at least their work got to be shown off quite a yeah. bit. That said... Really enjoyed season two. Uh, they set up a very obvious hook for season three. Don't know if that's going to happen at this point. I hope it does, but we'll I hope see. they do and maybe like merge the last books together and kind of You're right. Um, finish it on maybe season three and go and plan to finish it because right. Netflix is bad at doing. But it just generally just like hopeful. I'm gonna be honest. It, it, it was not even in my top twenty that's because an, I um, didn't expect it to be. Honestly, I enjoyed. I really enjoyed season one. Um, season two was just a little bit like, come on, let's get going. It was a lot of like, oh, we could have really kind of skipped over like three or four episodes of this with like a montage and just kind of, it, it was a little bit stretched out. Um, I, I enjoyed it. I, I definitely would say, you know, if season three dropped tomorrow, I would be straight in. I'd be straight in on it. Um, but I didn't enjoy it in the same way as that first season. Yeah, and it is not as good as season one. Season one had a, a much better feel to it. That, but this is still in my top ten for uh, this year. And if you've been sleeping on the Mysterious Benedict Society, I definitely highly recommend it, especially if you like Wes Anderson films. Uh, it's yeah. very, very much in that style. Okay, so another um, series that came out this year on Hulu in the US, Disney Plus around the world was the Dropout, with um, which is all about. Um, and building this like technology of uh, that you didn't have to do diabetic tests, and basically it's a woman um, where she just uh, she just conned everyone because she essentially couldn't like she wanted to be so successful and just assumed that it would come. The technology would just would, and obviously I mean she's ended up going down in real life. I was fascinated with this one. This was like a episode would come out and just like. Yeah, we're gonna watch it tonight. Just like, yeah, this was for me like one of the most, the one of the best series of the, of the year. I absolutely adore, adore this one. Amanda, who played, um, I can't think of her name now, and I've completely got drawn a blank. Um, but I'd never heard of this story either because it hadn't made. I don't remember it really making the news over here. Um, so all of this was kind of a brand new story, and you're just like going, and it was a little bit similar to like the dropout, uh, sort of dope sick from last year of that kind of medical the u.s medical system of like learning rather than from like grace anatomy <laughs> i'm kind of like feeling the, the thing of like the just the the word of tech i just i was fascinated with this series it was a very very good series this is on my list as well um extremely well done if anything it's almost too kind to the main character yeah. kind of like uh they they kind of blurred the lines of like is she aware of what's going on? Is she not? Obviously, they, they answer that question towards the end, but there's several episodes where you get the impression that she's just uh, been shielded by other people like Sonny from, from what's going on with yeah. the company. The, the real life story is she was actively involved in a lot of this. And mm. uh, in fact, she is much worse in real life than she is portrayed in the the show. But this is top tier. The, this mm. is a must watch and uh, it's infuriating. But in in it, you know, the ways it's supposed to be, it's infuriating because you you follow this story and it's like, how did they let this happen at every single step of the way? And of course, as you said, the trial uh, was going on. Um, she has been sentenced um, after the series came out yeah. a, a couple months ago. I believe Sonny is being sentenced yeah. this week. All right. uh, it might I might be off on the timeline yeah. a little bit, but I think. Um, Actually, by the time this airs, yeah. I think he will have been yeah. sentenced. Uh, yeah. Either way, it, it's crazy because it's happening right now as well. Mm. It's just, it just, it was fascinating. I absolutely love this one. Um, yeah. So, what else was? Did it make your top ten? By the way, it was. Yes, this was in yeah. my top ten. So yeah. that's uh, two on my side. But okay. um, I think this on your list. Uh, the next one for me, I'm gonna. This is. Uh, it's still in progress, so it's possible that it could drop off if there's like a, a quality drop off. But it's Willow. Um, okay. right now 
Uh, no, you were like, is it National Treasure? No, it couldn't be that. I, one. I was a little bit like, I don't think it's National Treasure because it's definitely um, not National yeah, Treasure. Um, that, that's going on the other end of the list, the, the bad part of the list. Um, yeah, I'm going to keep. I'm going to talk about that a little bit later on. But um, yeah, so Willow. Uh, yes. what, what, I, yeah, what do you think of it? I well, obviously, it's in the top ten, so I'm yeah. enjoying it quite a bit. Uh, this has been a good year for fantasy stories between House of the Dragon over on HBO. Ring of Power, if you're a big Tolkien fan, I suppose. But then Willow uh, kind of ending out the year. I, and I've just been really engaged with it. The The characters have gone well for me. There are a couple of blips here and there um, that aren't the best. That I'm not too fond on like them killing off the elderly knight in mm. one of the early episodes. But, you know, went into expecting kind of like a... a happy-go-lucky fantasy you know very light-hearted and while it's not house of the dragon or game of thrones it definitely has bite to it and it catches you by surprise at certain points i i i, I, I am really enjoying the series um mm. i i think it's that kind of situation i need to see how it lands yes how, if, it, if it hits the landing that's the kind of the the issue for me right now um so it's that kind of weird thing of um i feel like it's got a little bit I feel like it, it got one or two too many characters, but it'll be interesting to see how they go. Um, so, yeah, and I think I'm just thinking um, this week. Yeah, this week's episode was good. This week's yes. um, episode was was good um, with the with the escape and stuff. So yeah, no, it was it was really good. So I I can see why it's on there. And yes, if I was doing a US only show list, this mm. would would be on it. But unfortunately, there's just so much from Star that just. <laughs> um, it, we, this has definitely been a year of uh so many things to choose from that we've yeah. had an abundance of very good shows we could both easily do a top 20 list this yeah. year uh and and still have things that are on my list yeah. and not on your list and the other way around as well um the one major complaint i have with willow is they have not done a good job of setting up the villain even up to this point in the story where we're at when we're recording i i know a lot of it hinges on the movie. I've seen the movie. They still needed to establish it better here. It, it's, it's a little bit, it reminds me a little bit of Lord of the Rings, the original Lord of the Rings, where it's like just hinted at mm -hmm. bad and something's, and and then they, we all get distracted on the on the quests on the middle. <laughs> right. A little bit. Um, yeah, it's, 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 it's a really good show. I, I, it's I'm I am enjoying it so that I can see why it's on your list. It just, it just didn't make mm -hmm. mine. Um, and yeah, and again, it's not over yet. It's entirely possible we get to like the second week of of uh, 2023, and I'll be like, I regret posting this on. Look at that that content <laughs> drop off. But it could also go the other direction where like this should be higher on my list based on how it ended. Uh, we'll have yeah. to wait and see. I just wish more people were watching it yes, and getting in too. on it because it, it is a really good series. I love the fantasy element. There's a few things I. I'd like them not maybe I would have liked them to have moved away from the um the modern aspect of it. I would have preferred it to have been more like old fashioned rather and less American in some ways. With like it was just very weird. I remember like um on one of the episodes where it sort of went into enter the Sandman at the end. Yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> I I've actually enjoyed the covers that they've done. Yeah, yeah they've been uh, they, really good. But it, yeah. they've been really good. But yeah, there was definitely a wait. What? What is this playing? <laughs> uh, and they've been doing it. There've been other covers. I mean, none, none like Enter the Sandman. But uh, they're ending the episodes on these yeah. kind of interesting covers of popular yeah. songs. And like, how does this connect into Willow, yeah. which is otherwise a straight fantasy series? This is not. Princess Bride, where it's a guy narrating the story to his sick, uh, you know, nephew or, or something like that. This is this is a fantasy story entirely within the fantasy universe. I'm not sure where these songs are coming from, yeah. but I'm enjoying them anyway. I think I, this thing is, I think one of the things as well I'm enjoying it is because while Willow is obviously an established film, because it's not been touched for thirty odd years, it kind of feels new, kind of feel, mm -hmm. and the story is so disconnected from the original one. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm enjoying this one too. Yeah, it, in regards to like connecting back with the original, the only disappointment is, of course, Val Kilmer is not involved for obvious reasons. Uh, yeah. He would not be able to, uh, but it would have been great. It, there's still a chance that he cameos at some point in, in yeah. some capacity, but uh, that would have been nice if he had been healthy yeah. enough to do that. Yeah, no, it's definitely pretty good. Um, right, my next one is probably, is this, was, this again was like list, 
straight on it. The Bear. Um, this one debuted on Disney Plus um, over here in the UK. I think it was August. We got a little bit of a delay over here. Now, for me, um, one of the things is I ran a, a seaside kiosk selling burgers and stuff. So I was no way in the... I was making sandwiches, you know, pretty much, basically, baking sandwiches. And the the arguing with, like, your family, the some of the aspects of like the health inspector coming problems with the equipment breaking down getting enough money to buy suppliers there were some aspects of this which were definitely way off you know not from my but there was so much of this here um i could relate to from a personal level of working in the industry that it just it had an element of realism but it also had um a human touch with you know him with his father um there's a few things that, like, the ending and stuff was a bit weird with it. But the relationship between all the family and just just him wanting... I just really enjoyed this series from top to bottom. This was like, yeah, this was an easy, easy watch for me. I have not seen this one. Um, it's been out on FX for, yeah. for a long time. Uh, I knew we would not be talking about it. And there were other things coming out at the time that took higher priority yeah. because we would be talking about them. Um, but I am adding this to the list of things that I need to watch in yeah, 2023 I, if I, I believe, can find the yeah. time. Yeah, I think The Guardian actually listed this as the number one show of their year. Was this was I, like, yeah, it's got very positive word of mouth. So, I, and it's getting it's getting a second season. It is so. Um, I can't talk to it personally, but it, it is uh, something I am planning to watch here in 2023. Yeah. I'm going to be on a lot of planes. Uh, at least in the early part of this year. So I'm going to be loading my tablet up with things to watch. I think this will be one of the ones I add for some early flights. That's cool. Um, okay, so what else is on your list? Uh, let us see. Uh, let's go with kind of the big one. I'm pretty sure this is on your list too. Andor, Star Wars Andor. Yes. This, uh, honestly, you know, if we were ranking them top 10, this would probably be number one on the list uh, in general. This was just an all-around fantastic series it had a different vibe from other uh disney plus star wars shows like the mandalorian and, and uh boba fett uh much more grounded much more gritty the the whole thing just feels top quality top production great acting stories really good not much else to say about it this is just an all-around fantastic series Oh, absolutely fantastic. Um, I love the whole I love the prison break um mm -hmm. episodes. I really enjoyed the the heist episodes as well. They uh, were good. Episode six, the the culmination of the heist yeah. sequence yeah. is far and away my favorite, but uh that's not there, too, I think, to yeah to lower the other ones. I think for me the prisons the prison episodes mm -hmm. were a peak. Um those were the ones I loved the most. This was a fantastic series. It was grounded, it was gritty, it was it felt like it was aimed at, you know, at adults. It wasn't aimed at kids. Um, I loved the little robot. I'm so sad with that one little thing. Um, he got kicked over. It was, yeah, yeah, it was tragic. Um, I this is like I think this is that kind of thing. Like, oh, if you want a serious element of Star Wars, this is it. I could have done with a little bit more. Um, I wouldn't say fan service from the point of view of going straight down. Um, like Obi-Wan and um, the Mandal, I feel like looking at it now, if I was met now, if they're, they're filming the second season right now, I would be inclined to go, can you put a couple of quick things in it? I guess, give us a little bit of a bump. <laughs> Just like, um, I, I mean, I love like seeing Saw Guerrero in there and a few of it, but mm -hmm. this was such a great show. Um, it, it was a lot of, it was, it was a very serious show. You kind of watched it and you, Definitely, definitely, it's it's that kind of thing of going. Oh, they really leveled up that quality fear. Compare this to like the book of Boba Fett. It's just like night and day, just night and day in terms of how they did this. Yeah, and book of Boba Fett will not be on either of lists as far as no. I know. <laughs> no, uh, I got no, I didn't got no other Star Wars ones on my list. Uh, well, not to narrow it down too much, I do have one on my list, but <laughs> oh, okay. uh, but um, it's not book of Boba Fett. Uh, but yeah, this is top quality. And even if you take the Star Wars name away from it, it's still top oh, yeah. quality. The 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 storytelling, uh, the themes, the acting, the the atmosphere, the way they shot it, the whole thing is just and I know it's not possible for them to do every series at this level because of you know how much it costs and how much work goes into it. But man, if they could keep this level going for at least a couple of series per year, yeah, they'd be 
top streaming service easily. It's kind of difficult now because I can see that there's going to be some arguments going on about the fact of this show was amazing. The critics love it. Everyone that's watched it loved it, but it didn't get the audience. So therefore, no, the business side of it is going to be like, they, they, they like lightsabers and cameos. <laughs> it's just like, we got to try and balance it a little bit. I I am hoping that in season two we will get a couple of cameos, but again, I don't want it to be like Bad Batch cameo of the week. Yeah. Let's just throw this character in because you know Filoni really wants to mess around with playing with Cad Bane or something like yeah. that. Um, but cameos that make sense and yeah. fit within the story certainly. Like I I don't want like other characters from Rogue One to show up except for K two S O. He makes sense as a, yeah. a cameo, obviously, but. Um, yeah, just a random appearance of oh, there's 13 year old Luke Skywalker or something. That, that, I would, you know. I would have, I would have really liked to have seen them use the X wings. Saw Guerrero use those X because I've got like them for the X wing game. Was it just would have been nice to have seen something like that a little bit more side stuff. I suspect that they might be setting some of that up for season two. We do have that final shot with the Death Star. Obviously, the Death Star will not be part of season two uh, in as much as like you know the looming threat. But it's entirely possible that we will have stuff involving it kind of tangentially, and there may be some space stuff going on as well. Yeah, um, uh, yeah it, it was it's top tier. It's definitely um, top tier on that one. Um, so let's now skip over to my another uh, mm -hmm. choice. So this one is going to be a little bit more controversial. Um, <laughs> and and I, that, guess, I can guess uh, yeah, and, it is. and this one was really kind of like, oh, okay, this one really pushed the boundaries, people. Pam and Tommy. Pam and Tommy. Um, so this one came out early in the year. Um, this one was like the the internet was like, especially on the social medias, was just like this. This is this can't be on Disney Plus. This can't be on Disney Plus. This was like you know, and it was the only thing of the year where they really put that star logo on the advert of going of like. I mean, it was advertised on TV. I mean, I thought this was, an, especially when you got past. I would say once you got past like episode three, where you started getting into the story of um, the impact, the, the the tape being stolen and going public and hadn't them trying to deal with it, the effect it had on Pamela. Um, I thought the, the acting in this one was amazing of it all. This was like one of those shows of like, I just, yeah, I need to, I want to watch the next episode. And yeah, I, I thankfully, thankfully I was able to binge it. <laughs> Um, because of how um, Disney gave it to it a bit early, but this was one of those shows where I just it was I never liked Seth Rogen in anything. This is the one thing where I'm like, he's really good in this series. Um, absolutely I, slimy, I, just completely yeah. slimy in it. Yeah, but also, you could kind of get him, you could get why he was so annoyed at, at um, Tommy. Um, yeah, I just I thought this was such a again, a top level like tv series this i mean this was, i mean the whole um sausage party thing it was <laughs> the 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 monologue yeah yeah the, the monologue. monologue yeah that uh, that was a little that was the one bit where it was like went a little bit too far but i i thought this was a great series this was a really good one uh i trimmed this one off the list it yeah. was it was on mine it's not here but uh fantastic series um, last week we talked about how uh, Sebastian Stan has been doing all sorts of wacky stuff, and yeah. this is another one of those. Him as uh, as Tommy is fantastic, and I hope he continues to to get roles um, and gets to explore all the, these weird things that he's doing. Yeah. But yeah, this is a really good one. I can understand even in the UK why people would be like, "This is a bit <laughs> much for Disney Plus." Um, yeah. It was on Hulu over here, uh, but. Don't watch this one in front of your kids, but if no. you want something that's absolutely wacky and crazy and very adult, uh, this is this is one for you. Yeah, it, it was a really good series. Just I, I really enjoyed that one. If I remember correctly, the creative team for this is also involved with Welcome to the Chippendales, yes. uh, which is currently airing. Um, yeah, so that one is so Welcome to Chippendales is currently um, that's scheduled to come out on Disney Plus here in the UK on the eleventh. Now. Um, so it goes into for me, it goes into 2024. And I also I want to see how they stick the landing because I, I've seen some of the episodes. Love it. Yeah, the only reason uh, we haven't the only reason we haven't talked about Welcome to Chicken Dales is because the, the release yeah. schedule is completely off the charts. Yeah. You you guys yeah. are getting it at a different time we over here, and it just wasn't yeah. worth the effort. Yeah. Um 
just to be clear, since we talked about Rescue Rangers last week, uh, this is not those chip and Dale's. This no. is the other chip yeah. and Dale's. So do Again, not watch with the kids. Yeah, it's just really good. So what else was on your list this week? Uh, let this me double check. I, you know what? I alluded to it, so I'll just throw it out there. This is the other Star Wars series on it. Uh, I was. It was on the list. It was off the list. It was on the list. This was right on the edge. I decided to stick with it. It's Obi-Wan. Um, it was not as great as it should have been obviously we went into this as like this is the star wars thing of the year and it it had its ups and downs but overall i enjoyed it uh, enough to get it onto here there were some fun cameos there were some fun stories uh there are some characters i definitely want to see again it was really good to see hayden christensen back in the role as darth vader i feel like that was kind of a bit of a redemption for him uh considering mm. how badly he got treated during the prequels um of course it was great to see uh ewan mcgregor in the role it was not a perfect series. It probably should have been three episodes uh, with a lot of this kind of trimmed out. I enjoyed it enough. A lot of it's nostalgia goggles. A lot of it is that kind of Star Wars edge to it. I am a huge Star Wars fan, so I will acknowledge this probably, probably should have been trimmed, but I yeah. liked it well enough. I I, I enjoyed it. I, def I mm -hmm. enjoyed it. It didn't make my list. Um, the thing is for me is this was a bit like they could have kidnapped Leia and taking her to the Inquisitor area, and they could have skipped the whole thing of them on that city of him capturing. He did. We she to cap to kidnap her twice just seemed a little bit overkill in the six. It was just like you could have kidnapped the one and just done the story, and we didn't need that whole middle bit. Um, I enjoyed it. Um, I did. I, I just it was that kind of thing. I didn't need it. Uh, it, it was it was better than it was better than Book of Boba Fett, but. It's yeah, not it didn't, a, that's it, not a high it, bar to cross. Yeah, well, <laughs> other, than, other than the Mandalorian episode, because that was fantastic. I love that one. It, Mandalorian season 2.5 was excellent. Uh, Book of Boba Fett was not. Um, I, I, I totally get this will not be on a lot of people's. I And I will fully 100 acknowledge that some of this is just Star Wars kind of pushes it over the edge for me. Um, I enjoy it. It's still on the list uh, and I will I will keep it there. But uh, what's next up for you? Okay, so mine, this one's, again, another FX series, um, mm. which is very, very heavy. It was not an uh, easy watch. I know it which one not, this is, yeah. It was not an easy one. It was Under the Banner of Heaven. Um, this was a fantastic series. It dropped on Disney Plus over the summer. Um, again, it was a little bit delayed for some reason um, compared to the US release. I thought it was fascinating. The whole thing of um, religion, it kind of was a little bit like with the, the eyes of Tammy Faye, which he um, was also with Andrew Garthold in. Just an insight for me into like Mormonism and the life, you know, just learning about it and the inner conflict with him. Um, it was a very, it was not an easy watch. It was not an, I wouldn't say it was an enjoyable show, um, but I, I was fascinated. I was like, yeah, uh, yeah, I had to watch it. This was an excellent excellent series uh very dark very um uh, emotional and i'm sure for someone who has not grown up near mormons um they, you know very eye-opening into what their yeah. at least part of their culture is like obviously this is kind of the extreme end and the, the very dark end of the culture they're not all like this uh be very be very clear about that but this was extremely well done. Andrew Garfield is fantastic in it. Again, this was one that was kind of like on the edge for me. And uh, in another universe, I picked this instead of Obi-Wan uh, easily. I think, I think for me, it was that kind of feeling of like, I want to watch. I want to, I wanted to keep watching it. I mean, it was a show that I had to take a little bit longer to watch. You know, it was that kind of thing. Like, oh, one episode a week for this is enough because it was, it was quite heavy. It wasn't like, like, um, another show where you can, oh, you binge it in one day, kind of thing. I've just I'll watch like three or four episodes. This was just too heavy for that. This, was, but I, I really fantastic grounded series. I, I loved it, and it's got a lot of actors and actresses in it that um, have popped up in other shows and, and movies this year. Sam Worthington is in it, yeah. um, from Avatar, Daisy Edgar Jones is in it, um, from Wyatt Fresh. Russell, yep, from Fresh, uh, Wyatt Russell from um. How could uh, that thank you yes and and of course andrew garfield from spider-man and and so forth <laughs> spider-man <you know. laughs> this is an excellent series it is extremely heavy uh it, yeah. it 
and it's based on a true story. Again, I don't know how much of it is um, exaggerated for the purposes of storytelling, but uh, it's a rough watch, uh, but in yeah. well worth worth. And it's only like seven episodes, I think. Yeah, it's, it's that kind of thing as well. Of like, it really this is where for me the addition of like what you know, like when people talk about like quality TV from you know like Disney stuff, this stuff gets a bit lost because of the branding kind of thing. Of, but for me, like um fx is for me is and like some of these original shows from like hulu and stuff that they have just they have been top you can see with my list of just how it just it just yes. stacks up with like i can't put i can't put these disney plus shows in the same level when i'm looking at like these are just they're all on disney plus they're all exclusive to here in the uk you're just like I can't, you know, and then even that, I mean, there was a few other shows as well. It was just like the old man was one. The only reason it's not on here is because I've still got like one episode to go. And I was like, I can't put it on there till I've kind of seen the whole thing. The, the old man is not on mine for two reasons. One, there were some acting ticks with, um, uh, what's his name? The main character. Um, oh, uh, oh, William, not, not William. No. Oh, God. <laughs> 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 um, Obadiah Stane from Iron Man. Jeff Bridges. Thank you, Jeff Bridges. There were some acting ticks that are that were bothering me in the way he was acting. And then also the ending, and not to spoil it, it's a very abrupt ending. And I didn't even realize it was the ending. I was like, okay, next week we'll get the conclusion, and then season two, and then like, oh wait, no, that that was it. So the ending really was very unsatisfying to me. So that kind of bumped it off the list. Mm -hmm. It's otherwise a very solid series, though, with some yeah. Uh, some great cinematography in it yeah. at the very least, but it's not on the list. So let's um, yes. Move on so what else there. was on your list? I'm going to put one more here that uh, I don't think you're going to agree with, and probably a lot of people won't as well. And that's my MCU entry, which will be She-Hulk: Attorney at Law. This show really clicked with me. I I enjoyed it. There there were one or two episodes in the middle that weren't quite as strong as the others, and I could see how people were kind of dragging with it also it had a completely different feel from all the other mcu shows going monster of the week instead of or a legal case of the week as it were instead i know it's not going to click with most people i really enjoyed it i loved the ending just kind of mm. completely snarky in your face defy all expectations in an entertaining way um yeah so this is my mcu entry and even without the mcu it's still on there i i yeah. hope there's a lot more of this to come it's really because I actually enjoyed this series, so it's it's um, I I kind of was like I like this show. I thought it was mm -hmm. funny. I enjoyed the humor. I the, the visual effects were a bit dodgy here and there. But mm. I, if I was making a US list, this would be on it. If this would be on, um, I I enjoyed She Hulk. I also enjoyed Miss um, Marvel. But again, the quality of shows just spent these just. The middle bits, just to, but I really enjoyed She-Hulk, so I I, could, I, uh, I agree with you. Just not on my list. It was on the trim list, I think. Mm -hmm. It would have been in my uh, top twenty, and it generated a lot of controversy. But then when you you really dug into it, it was uh, a lot of guys who felt like they were attacked by the show. And uh, yeah. just as a hint, if you felt you were attacked by the show, you probably were, and you need to re-examine your priorities. Mm -hmm. That said, there are legitimate concerns that people had about it we don't don't want to hit yeah. oh you just didn't like it because you know the, yeah. the messaging that no there are legitimate reasons to to dislike it but for me uh i enjoyed it all the way through and i i'm very excited for more of this yes i'd love i i i I'm, i just wish to get out a second season because it's like same thing with miss marvel i just i would like to see more of it at moon Knight. um okay so for me um so i'm gonna go for a bit of a different one again um, this one here was the first British series um, drama, and it's kind of a weird kind of like comedy action drama series, Wedding Season. Um, I really enjoyed this series. I loved the idea of Disney getting um, some British comedy on here. And yeah, Wedding Season for me, um, it just hit. Um, it was it was just so it felt so fresh especially i think because as well of watching all these like you know you got the you know it's american this you know you got the american tv shows and then suddenly to get something that feels so british you know and there was still an element of, of americanism in it but i just i just really enjoyed it it was an easy watch just you know binge through the lot um yeah i i i, I love this show i thought it was fantastic 
I honestly know very, very little about this show. Uh, <laughs> I've, I've not seen it. It's it's not on my list, but uh, not on my list of things to see. Um, but yeah, no, let's bring in more content yeah. like this. Let's get more UK content. Um, well, I'm going to I'm going to just slightly talk in here. Sure. Go ahead. Uh, there's a new show coming out in a couple of weeks called Extraordinary, a eight-episode series all about um, a group of people that have everyone in the world has a superpower except for this girl. So we're getting eight episodes. Um, while the um, I I can yeah the social media embargo has meant I've been able to say I've watched I watched the entire series in one afternoon, wow. all eight episodes. It is kind of like the boys meets Dairy Girls. <laughs> That's, it is. That's not a combination I would have figured yeah, out. Yeah, it's, okay. it's, it's kind of like the Derry Girls, kind of with all the humor, lots of British, like Irish jokes and stuff. And everyone's get it's so funny watching everyone's comments and stuff, getting so caught up on the superhero element. And going, it's it's like this anime, and like it's like, no, it's not. It's a British sitcom with superpowers. It's like it's so yeah. So that's one um, that technically in next year's list, but I love that show. I thought that was oh, fantastic. So I'll have um, to look so, forward to that one. I'll be talking about that one in a couple of weeks when I can do a full review of it. But yeah, so I just wanted to throw that one in with wedding season and just like, yeah, keep a lookout for that one as well. I love, you know, I, I it's kind of that thing as well. And wedding season was that feeling of just feeling fresh and different. And, and I and I love that about this show. Yeah. Um I I will not probably be watching wedding season. However, extraordinary does sound very good. And I remember seeing the the uh, first trailer for that as yeah. well so looking forward to that um is that on disney plus here is that coming it's gonna through? be on it's gonna be on hulu because okay yeah. um, it, it's actually a lot more racy um and sweary than the track okay. out. it's a, a little more uh hancock versus uh say um oh it's one of the encanto yeah. uh so yeah everyone comparing to encanto it's like no 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 you guys <laughs> this trailer is taking you way off but no mm -hmm. so nevertheless so what else was on your list so I'm going to go to a different portion of Europe for this one, um, right across the the way from you. This is called Parallels, which I think flew under a lot of people's radar. Uh, it's a French show, uh, six episodes, I think. Very, very um, similar to some of Stephen King's work, actually. And this is about um, some kids who have superpowers, kind of. And it involves going back and forth between these two parallel realities and uh, trying to reunite the kids and... In one reality, half the kids don't exist. In the other reality, the other half of the kids don't exist and seeing how it goes. Um, we only talked about it for one week. And I, I think part of that is, uh, while you can watch it in English, I think it is dubbed, uh, this is uh, in French with subtitles uh, is the main yeah. way that it's presented. And I know subtitles are are difficult for I, you. So. Well, I, I got to see it a little bit. Uh, and uh, first off, my dogs wouldn't shut up in the well, opening scene to the point where I couldn't actually like watch and yeah subtitles this show just just was like nah I just checked straight out um because it was just I tried twice I tried twice to watch it and just couldn't get into it um yeah which which is understandable and and um subtitled shows are always going to be kind of a like a tricky issue some people just don't do do them at all and Disney has been releasing more and more than we had uh snowdrop which was the korean show we had uh sumo do sumo don't which was a japanese show both of which did not have yeah. dub options they are strictly original language plus subtitles um it's not on my list but sumo do sumo don't has actually been surprising to me yeah uh, i haven't yeah, even checked one of the ones uh it's another french one was Ozikin. That was fantastic. Oh, this I'm one, this one, one this one was this one was a really good series. Um, I this is, this is the first yeah. I'm hearing about this one, honestly. Yeah, yeah this, this, this one, one this one is for me again. It's a little bit more. It's all about um, a kid getting beaten up and to death, and the police trying to cover it up. It was really it's based on true story. Um, yeah, so that one that one was a really good one. Um, and again, that was a really that was hit the point for me. Right. And as we go forward, especially into 2023, um, on both Disney Plus and Hulu, we can start to expect more and more of these uh, shows, which will be subtitled only or uh, maybe if you're lucky, dubbed poorly into English. Uh, so we'll be discussing them more. Uh, but yeah, Parallels, it's six episodes. If you don't mind subtitles, I think it does have a dub option available. I did double check on that and I think it does. Um, 
I really enjoyed it. It it's the genre for me, but I also really like stuff like Tenant and Memento and other uh Christopher Nolan films, which I know are not really your, your I think I'm Tenant. I'm actually surprised. I thought you weren't gonna like Tenant. But uh if you like those kind of movies, uh particularly the Christopher Nolan ones, uh parallels give it a shot. It, it's it's got a lot of the same feeling of like playing around with time, playing around with what happens in certain situations and not being fully aware of what's going on on either side of the timeline. So it's a good, yeah. fun uh, French show. Yeah, that's cool. Right. So up for me next was one. This was a little bit tricky because I was very torn on whether or not this one was going to make the shot or not. Um, I, I see what this you did one, there. This was Big Shot season two. Um, this one dropped, um, got the whole lot at once. Now, luckily, I was able to watch a little bit earlier. Um, so it meant I could kind of catch up on this one really caught me of like, I there were so many aspects of this series. I was just like, oh, this is a, it was much more mature. You know, they were dealing with some of the issues, some of the real issues. They, they could have fluffed it out a little bit more. Um, I have a feeling that it's done now. I don't, I, I don't really see it returning. Um, the way it kind of got released, and there's been no talk of anything about it for over three months. General and the fact that even uh, was it John had talked about the idea that. It was nearly it was pretty much cancelled the first season, and he managed to convince them to make the second one. Um, it was full of heart, full of you know, there's a couple of occasions of it's like it's it was hard because this one, I'm not gonna lie, it kept switching in and out between this and the Kardashians, of which because I really enjoyed the Kardashians, and I, I know that a lot of people would not agree with that yeah, one, it's but I really, stuff. I really enjoyed watching this show every week, and it was like, oh, big shots, like. Oh, it was really, it was like, I really just enjoyed the show. It was, it just hit me, you know, the emotionally and just the story and stuff. And as a Disney Plus original, it was like, oh, we just need, a again, it, it didn't, it like, it wasn't like in that zone of being aimed at kids. And I, I don't know, I, I just thought it was, a, I thought it was charming. It's a good series. It was on my, my uh, trim list here. Could have made it onto the list or not. Um, the main thing against it was, it was there and then it was gone and yeah. it kind of fell out of our collective on uh conscious very very quickly and they did a binge drop on it and i don't i think it was literally just called just dump it it was just yeah dump it and go i i don't think we're gonna get season three for this which is too bad it it is a solid show it manages to keep the quality up it it even ditched some of the cringier elements of season yeah. one like the the whole um uh the english teacher play yeah. the uh, gender bent Macbeth and all that stuff, which, and eh, not a bad idea, but the actual execution was yeah. uh, not great. Mm. And this is kind of going to be like the interesting case study of uh, franchise versus not franchise because this came out at the same time as Mighty Ducks, which got the weekly drop. And it's very obvious which one Disney put <laughs> their weight behind. And I don't think uh, they put was... a lot of weight behind. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Um, and and it was definitely this was the series that that deserved to get um, the push. They should have dropped. They should have dropped this on weekly. They they, they it really should have done. It, it should. I, done. It, it's un, um, but it's just, it's a little bit of a, a hidden gem of 2022. I I definitely enjoyed it. I'm sad we will probably not get season three. It ended in a good spot though. You know, it, it felt satisfying ending. You still get some stories out of it if they wanted to, but you, you're not left with this huge cliffhanger, if I remember correctly. So. Um, if I were going to pick Mighty Ducks or Big Shot to continue on to season three, it would definitely be Big Shot, but I don't think that's what reality has in store for us. No. Um, so what was your next pick? Uh, let me, I have to reconsult my list because we've, we've covered so many at this point. Uh, let's see. Okay, we're going to move over to the UK for this one. Uh, we're going to talk about Welcome to Wrexham. Yeah, uh, this, was, this is on my list as well. So this is... This and is I think one. that's... That's a bit of a surprise for both of us because yeah. neither of us are soccer slash football fans um, at all. Uh, I played a little bit when I was a kid, but that was, that's about the extent of it. I did watch almost none of the World Cup, which uh, wrapped up the, the week we're recording this, if not the yeah. week it's being dropped. Uh, and But this really grabbed me. Welcome to yeah. Rexham. And I, I was expecting it to just be a vanity project with, with these two guys talking about how great they are. We came in. We saved this poor little town that couldn't live without Hollywood. And, and it, there were a, a couple of aspects, but it was all tongue in cheek. It was really well done. They've got uh, that. Um, they've got, they've got um, 
hum they're humble with it, aren't they? Mm-hmm. And I think that's the thing. They're obviously comedians, you know, they've got that comedy aspect. You know, they take it seriously when they need to, but they've got a lighter side to it. But they were humble with it. And you know, again, I do not like soccer. I've you know, it's that kind of thing of uh, why should I care about this one? But Ryan Reynolds was enough to pull it in. I really like Rob as well. I thought he came across really well. Um, this was a really surprise for me. This was again like on the list, on the list, off the list, on the list. It's like, oh don't like I watched 18 episodes of this <laughs> of a, a thing about something I don't even like. That has to show the power of this show. If that was it completely ended up led for me like wrecking save our squad, which is probably one of the worst series of the year because this was so good. And that was the problem of it being like two weeks later of just like, yeah, you guys, this is way too close. You can't, you know, yeah, this yeah. was a really good show. And the hum- I love the fact as well of it was aimed at us that don't follow soccer, mm-hmm. it, it, but it didn't make it feel like they were being, you know, they, they covered the basics and moved on quite quickly. Um, Here's a you know, and they made a bit of a joke about it, and then they moved on. And I, and I really enjoyed it. I, it was a really good, again, another FX show. I mean, I think like maybe half yeah. my swing is FX. <laughs> FX is, has been pumping out some incredible series over the years, and that I mean, that's been true for a while. I remember back when Fargo season one came out and watching that. I mean, this is amazing, uh, and and things like that. But welcome to Rexon. I think they did a really good job of explaining why we should care. You know, that, that was one of the things that saved our squad was missing where other series are missing. It, it's not it, it's not just about the football. It's about the town. That's why it's called Welcome to Wrexham and not why it's called Welcome to whatever their squad's <laughs> name is. I, I'm blanking on their name. But, you know, it, it really does show. <laughs> we lost Roger. He's gone. He's, he's gone. Um, but... But as you said, it does go to um, people like us who don't really care about soccer. And you can just go, oh, well, I don't, I don't care. But you can also apply it to any other sport. I don't care about American football. I don't care yeah. about basketball or something like that. Well, just because I don't care doesn't mean it doesn't have a huge impact on the community around it, particularly when we're talking about smaller squads like Wrexham, where the, it is ingrained in the community there, where you grow up and going and watching the game on on the weekend with your folks is part of your life right and and how important it is for that so excellent job with this this is a a top tier documentary series okay yeah i definitely agree on that one um i almost wanted a quick shout out actually to something else which i completely forgot about um from last week was rise um again something with basketball didn't really um connect with but kind of had that same effect really as welcome to rex of making me care about something i didn't care about again The thing with Rise was it wasn't really about the basketball. The basketball was the means by which these guys um, rose out of their situation. But the story was really about the family and doing their best to not get deported from Greece and and things like that. It was a very good movie as well. Okay. And my final one, which is The Orville. Um, Mm -hmm. The third season was released um, on Disney+. Plus here in the UK as an original. Uh, It was on Hulu in the US. They then ended up shifting it over onto disney plus in the summer and like one of their big like titles um which i think is an indication that it's cancelled i think that's my my gut reaction to this one at the minute of to get around the technical thing of it what a show this was like star trek this is i mean i only got into the series this this year so i have actually binged all three series this year loved it um 70 odd minute episodes full of special effects not a lot of humor considering it's seth uh, you know it's not like the, family guy for season three yes yeah. yeah season one's a little bit more he's playing around a bit but a fantastic series just um site again is just like it was refreshing you know it, it felt like a proper it felt like watching star trek but um yeah uh- up until Strange New Worlds came out, this was the best Star Trek show of the last mm, 10 years or so, maybe longer. Um, and it's it's not even Star Trek. Obviously, if you're going from season one to season two to season three, there are tonal shifts between them. Season one, they were definitely trying to find their feet. Season two, uh, they had an actual like story arc going through it. And then season three was just uh, a serious story with occasional bits of humor poking through. And that was about it. Uh, but speaking for a season three specifically, which is the one that came out this year, uh, this is also on my list. New Horizons, 
excellent, excellent series uh, that it came out at the same time as Strange New Worlds just meant that if you were an old school Trekkie, there was a lot for you to enjoy this year. Um, yeah, th this is this is really, really good. I wish there was not that that big tonal shift between yeah. seasons. I wish it kind of been more consistent. Uh, I think you may be right in regards to this being the last season, kind of a backdoor cancellation by shifting it over to Disney+. Plus. I hope that's wrong, though. I, I hope we get more of this. Having said that, let's move on from the Mocklin storyline. It has been the predominant yeah. storyline for three seasons. It's time for something new if you do get another yeah. season. Um, but, yeah. yeah. it Because when this was first announced, season one, way back, it's just yeah. like, this is Family Guy in space, uh, live action. And that that is not what it was. This is actually no. Seth's uh, kind of love letter to Star Trek, and it works really yeah. well. Yeah, no, it, it, it just worked. It, it's, and I, I even got my dad to watch it, and he's a huge Trekkie. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I grew up on, like, Next Generation Deep Space Nine every week, so I kind of, that was when I grew up every night watching Star Trek kind of thing. So I think that's probably why I had this kind of, like, it reminded me of that era. Because they would have a little joke and stuff around a bit, you know, have a little bit of lighthearted bits here and there as well. Because, you know, it's hard to get, you know, I think, it's like, Star Wars has never really had that space to do that. Um, right. Yeah. But this was uh, what I liked about um, the Orville in particular was you had these situations that you'd see in the original series or the next generation, but also kind of like a wink at the camera. Of, this is kind of a little absurd, guys, yeah. isn't it? These are there. There's some weird stuff. It was just them having fun with it. And yeah, yeah it didn't always hit. There were some episodes where you're just kind of like, eh, you're stretching the joke a little too much. Yeah. But overall, great series check it out on Disney plus, especially if you love uh, sci-fi or if you have been bemoaning the lack of good Star Trek shows uh, over the last yeah. several years. So that is our top 10 of each uh, of us. Have you got one? No, no, I had, I have one left. Um, okay, I, don't, carry on. I, I don't know if you've seen this yet. Cause I can't remember if the release schedule has hit England yet, but this was reservation dogs. Uh, season no, um, two. no, it arrives, I think next week in the okay. UK. Um, so I have not seen season two yet. I did watch um, watch most of season one, but yeah, so yeah, carry, mm. carry on with season two. Uh, I won't go too in-depth on it, but uh, season one was all about the heist, uh, you know, stealing the the flaming hot Cheetos, or yeah. the, the, the near uh, equivalent, because they couldn't use the brand. Uh, season two was much more just slice of life on the reservation, uh, and it was extremely well done. Uh, this is more just about at how they are stuck there and how they can't get out and uh, really, really good view into what's going on on the reservations and uh, and so much comedy in it. It's got Taika's, he's not a writer on it, but it's got his style of comedy. Yeah. So if, if you like things like what we do in the shadows or our flag means death, uh, this is there as well. And it's got some good messaging in it. Uh, I really hope we continue on into season three. We end on a little bit of a cliffhanger in season yeah. two. It's not it's not a huge, like, if we don't get season three, I will be angry that we don't get the conclusion. Mm -hmm. But uh, there is a, a little bit of a, we're moving forward into season three. I think they have announced this season. Yeah, they have. Season three has been, been um, okay, so. It's good. I, I mean, I, I, it's, it's just, again, this is one of the problems with, especially now with Disney Plus, is sometimes, you know, like, some points in the summer, you know, we were getting sometimes up to 10 different shows a week. So it's just realistically, of, of if something didn't connect or you didn't have time, you kind of, it's very easy to, to lose a series. Um, there were so many shows this year that I've enjoyed watching. And tr actually trying to come down to the top 10 was very tricky. Because, I mean, I love the Kardashians. Um, Big Sky, um, season uh, two, dropped right through the early part of the year. Season three just dropped this week. Here in the UK, and I've been enjoying watching you know the new season of Grey's Anatomy. It's been on Disney Plus over here. One series which really was like so touch and go for me. Where the Walking Dead season eleven loved it. It's been um, we had part two of the eleventh season at the beginning of the year, and we've just finished the third season, the third part. I love that show, and I binged last in the last eighteen months. I've binged like eleven seasons. <laughs> Walking Dead. Um, I love that show. I've really, I really fell in love with the brand. Um, I need to go off and there find some of the um the <laughs> offshoots. Um, so I've really enjoyed that one. Um, other ones uh, like Gronish. Um, that was a great show. I'm currently making my way through season five. They just dropped some new episodes recently. Another show I really liked was Reboot. Um, I, I like a 19. 
like it was like a, a sitcom reboot of of like a 90s show um with like Johnny Knoxville. That was really good. I really enjoyed that show. That was um good one. Um I'm just having a look at here at some of the other things. I didn't um Abbott Elementary was earlier this year as well for mm-hmm. us. Um that was good. Uh How I Met Your Father was okay. That was okay on that one, but just in general, um just an in- absolute incredible year for um just it really shows that when you have I mean, I forgot like only murders in the building, season three. That, uh, that was season two. It was not as good as season one for me. Agreed. It was, and it was it was good. It was on my initial. It was one of the first ones I trimmed yeah. um, off. But it yeah, season season one was so much better. Season two, they kind of reached a bit here and there, and um, they they tried to one up themselves a little too much. And I kind of hope they dial it back for season three. Um, another one. This wasn't even on the list, but I think it's worth mentioning was uh, Love, Victor, Season 3 came yeah. out this year. Yeah. See, season 3 just was not up to par with the other ones. However, I still want to point it out because Season 2 was so good. And yeah. uh, this was overall a good series. And mm. it's unfortunate that it became that poster child of um, the early Disney Plus where like we, we can't put this on there. And then, of course, yeah. now it's on there. But... Um, it didn't even make the the list because season three just was not up to snuff. No. But uh, I, I still want to draw attention to it because if you haven't watched it, uh, particularly if you have a teenage uh, kid uh, who may be going through some similar issues, this is a really good series to check out. Yeah, that one's good. I'm, I'm currently in the middle of the the, the the Patient as well, another FX series. Um, and Reasonable Doubt, um, that's a, another drama series from the Octave Collective, which I'm about halfway through. I mean, it, it, it's, again, it's, it's, it's like just... You know, so many shows, only so much time. <laughs> uh, the Emilio show, that one popped up. Um, I, I did enjoy that. One. I thought that was good. Um, I'm just trying to see what else we have. High School Musical I mean, was good. Um, I think Opposites it... was good. Light and Magic was really good. Mm-hmm. Pistol. Pistol was a great show. I read about the Sex Pistols, right? So Yeah. yeah. And, and I think it says quite a bit, because like last year when we were doing this, um, you know, we were ranking like... The, the list was basically just Marvel shows in the Mandalorian. Yeah. Uh, and this year we each had one Marvel show. Um, I had two Star Wars shows. You had one. And then the rest of the list is just everything else. Yeah. The, the, the series Disney plus, especially internationally has really grown into, you know, a wide range of things. It's getting there in the U S obviously it's hamstrung by, uh, you know, who controls yeah. Hulu and what they can do with the content and so on. It's, so it's not, it's not entirely in Disney's control to be able to, to deal with that, but just seeing how much quality content is coming to Disney Plus uh, every week, every month, and throughout the entire year. If you go back two years, and we were struggling to put together like top three lists because there just was not enough content. It, it is. It's a lot of like I could do a top thirty series list. That's yeah. how. That's how good it has been, and why it's actually been quite hard to keep up because. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, no. and it's that kind of thing of like, and, and a show which for the trouble was as well. It's like if there was a show which I didn't like, it very much just quickly just became. Oh, I just didn't. I just stopped watching it. There was just yeah. like there wasn't. There was just on the lines of uh, okay, like Mighty Ducks for me was a show which just was like, no, I just do not have the time for this. It's just it's not. Um, I could put it on in the background, but I really am not interested. Um, right, and whereas kind of, yeah. Whereas when season one was coming out, we're like, this is literally the only thing to watch this week. Yeah. So we're going to keep up with the Mighty Ducks. And and that's only Disney Plus. Other yeah. companies, I mean, this is not the HBO Max show or yeah. the um, Paramount Plus show or whatever. But they, they are putting out good content, too. And and if you, you know, we are human. We're not just watching Disney Plus. We're watching no, other no, things I mean, on other I mean, networks as well. For, for me, like Stranger Things season four this summer was amazing. That was fantastic. Um, I, I I'm looking. I'm over. I'm. I want to start watching the Yellowstone 1980, uh, 1923 so, with Harrison the, Ford, right? Yeah, I want. Um, you know the whole host of stuff that. Yeah, you like you say. You know, you got all, uh, Jack Reacher was one of my favorite shows as well from Amazon mm-hmm. this year, um, and House of the Dragon. Not being a uh, Game of Thrones fan, I got. I got it. I loved House of Dragon. Um, yeah, so like I said, we do we do watch other shows, but in some ways, actually, for me now, it gets to the point of they have to be really good in right. order for make because of like you know I've only got limited time in the evening to watch stuff, and sometimes as well, it's like 
uh, I've got to watch this, you know, I've got to watch this show or something like that. It's, it's, it is very interesting. It's kind of funny when I was comparing like what I, my top movies of the year to some of my uh, friends that are also, you know, like in the industry. And they're like, this one, this one, this one. They're like, oh, I've, I've like, I've been focused so much on the Disney stuff. I just don't, I only don't get to watch as much as the other things, but it is, it's been an incredible year for shows. Um, and I really, in some ways, the, the addition of all these star originals and all the, and that's not including all the, um, the international shows and stuff. It actually shows you where like Disney, I can see what, you know, Disney can kind of trim a little bit, you know, we don't need, you know, when you've got all of those shows dropping in, like you say, you know, we did a top 10 list and well, really we were, we could have done top 20 without even flinching. Yeah, um, which is, uh, absolutely. Which is, it, which is great from a streaming point, from our point of view. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, um, it's so much, it's anything, much different from the last couple of years. Yeah. So let's just, because uh, we also mentioned um, before we head off, a couple of worse ones. So I'm going to just throw out um, Mighty Ducks was one that I really didn't like. Um, Save Our Squad was um, another one. Um, I'm trying to think what other, what other I, ones are yeah. It's not done yet, so I'm not going to... It's not 100%, but National Treasure has been 100% a disappointment so far, and I honestly don't think after this past week's episode I will continue with the series. Yeah, it doesn't fit. It doesn't fit. You could call this Treasure Hunter's Edge of History, and it was just completely disconnected from it. But, well, on that note, that's, um, that's a look back at 2022. Um, next week I will be back where I'm going to be talking with Josh and we're going to be talking about some of the other highlights and downloads of um, 2022 as well and then we'll be back in a couple of weeks um, talking about looking forward to 2023 so on that note guys thank you very much, see you guys soon, have a happy new year happy new year Thank you very much for watching this video. Make sure you go check us out over at whatsondisneyplus.com. Like, follow, and subscribe. Also, a huge thank you to all of our supporters over on Patreon and also on our YouTube channel memberships. And I'll just see you guys in another video. Laters.